Hello and good morning. Welcome to the Pete Bradley Show. I'm your host, Pete Bradley, along with my co-host, the show creator, producer, director, and all-around great guy, my son, Matt. That's me. That's you. Yes. Yes. Can you hear it? I don't know if you can hear the rain. Let's be quiet. Did you hear it? It was great, wasn't it? I don't know if they could hear it. We uh, woke up to a thunderstorm this morning. That was kind of cool, huh? I just realized I had music playing, so they definitely could not. Oh, hear. they. No, no chance. <laughs> Shall we pause that. again? Okay, hey. here we go. I don't know. No, I can't really. Who knows? Yeah, we woke up to a thunderstorm this morning. I had the air conditioner going last night, so when the alarm went off, I was kind of like, "What? what is that? You know? At first, your brain didn't really make sense of it. It's like, is 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 Matt moving furniture at 645 in the morning? Yes. It, it's a hobby. It was. It's the best yeah. time to do it. It yeah. really is. It is. It yeah. Is. Yeah. yeah. The Roomba's not in the way. No. You yeah. know, anything. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a little thunder and lightning here in uh, southeastern Massachusetts this morning, which neither one of us expected. So No, I thought I checked the weather recently. I didn't see anything about it, but... Mm. I guess I was wrong. Coming up today, is Instagram harmful to teens? An interesting story. Elon Musk sends the Twitter world into a rush. Do you believe in love at first sight? And stealing a Disney iPad? Not such a good idea. We'll get to those stories, and we have plenty others this morning. Uh, Welcome in. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Join us in the chats now, I haven't seen how the chat function works and all that. Is it easy to, to understand for anyone who's tuning in for the first time? Uh, you, it should be. Okay. If, if you're on your phone, uh, it should be underneath, I believe. Okay. Um, and if you don't see it, I think there's something that says, like, live chat. Click it. Okay. Um, and it should drop down, and it should you should see everything. There should be some, a box that says, say something, and then you can say, say something. something. Uh, if you're on, like, a desktop, it should be on the right-hand side. Uh, but, you yeah, know, I, I have my view, so I don't know if it's the same right, as yours. Right. You guys can let me know. Yeah. Help each other out. Well, we'd love to hear from you this morning. Feel free to chime in on uh, anything we, we do or if you want to tell us something special that's happening in your life. We did get a comment yesterday I wanted to follow up on. Our thought for the day yesterday was from Stephen Covey, and it said, I am not a product of my circumstances. I am a product of my decisions. And my former partner, Joni Pfeiffer, uh, Joni Pfeiffer-Moser, commented, I agree as an adult, but not necessarily as a child. Yes. I thought that was a good point, because when you're a child, you you have no control. I mean, you are living with your circumstances. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a good point she had. I thought I'd mention it this morning. Uh, It is Thursday, September 16th. This is show number 69, the day after Kat's birthday. And she told me a story last night driving home. Okay. She had to work on her birthday. I think she started the conversation by saying adulting sucks. Okay. Which, I agree. I don't know what this is about, but I agree. So, number one, she had to work on her birthday, which happens, right? Number two, the cheerleaders got her a cake. So oh, I yeah, thought, that sounds like that sucks. I thought that was so cool. So she was busy and didn't, um, she might have had a a kid uh, fracture his or her leg in soccer yesterday. So she was very busy dealing with that and other issues. So she figured she would put the cake in the teacher's refrigerator. She thought it'd be safe. I can eat it. I can pick it up after the game, take it home. Oh, don't tell me. The janitor threw it away. I mean, (laughs) 
I guess that's better than someone else eating it, right? Because at least you know that someone didn't disrespect you like that. True, true. The janitor was just trying to do his job. He just yeah. did it incorrectly. Yeah. You know? So I, I told her, I'm sorry. So where's the protocol in that? Why why the janitor just assume it's trash work? It's a fridge. It keeps right. things. Why? And I would assume. It was only there for a couple hours. Why throw it away? I would assume, you know. Well, maybe it was clean out the fridge day. Maybe he has a day when he does it. I don't know. I guess. Maybe but I'm sure maybe Kat didn't know about some secret rule to yeah. put a giant sign that says, don't throw it away, don't, De- uh, Donnie, whatever his name is. Don't touch my cake. So, yeah. Anyway, she did get uh, her fiance, got her cupcakes from Cupcake Charlie's, which I realized yesterday we, we have viewers from, from all over. You might not know what a Cupcake Charlie's is. It's a cupcake. Uh, it's a designer cupcake uh, store. You know, they make these awesome cupcakes. They're not cheap. Designer cupcakes, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, whatever you need. Whatever they got, you need. They got the cupcake for they you. They got it for you. Yes. Thursday, the 16th. Today is National Play-Doh Day. You like playing Play-Doh with Liam, right? Uh, I got it. Yes and no. No. <laughs> oh, you don't like it? He just, I, I don't know. The, the way we play Play-Doh is he hands me the Play-Doh. I have to roll it into a ball and give it to him. There's not, it's the same concept with blocks. I, there's no, like, actually playing with it. You, you can't set up blocks and build something cool because he just comes along and knocks yep. it down. As soon as you get the, two or three the high. The kid's a bully. The kid <laughs> bullies me. Play-Doh inventor Joe McVicker of Cincinnati sold it initially as a wallpaper cleaner. In 1955, M- McVicker began testing the cleaner as a modeling clay to be used in classrooms and daycares for students. Seeing the product worked, he named it Play-Doh. National Cinnamon Raisin Bread Day. How about that? Do you go, mm. you don't do raisins, huh? I like cinnamon, uh, the cinnamon swirl bread. Okay. And I can't remember if I've had it with raisins. All right. I, I love cinnamon raisin toast. Yeah. National Guacamole Day. Guacamole is an avocado-based sauce that has become popular in American cuisine as a dip, condiment, or salad ingredient. That's another one that I think is slightly overrated. Guacamole? People go crazy for guacamole. Yeah, that's true. Especially, and I don't think it lives up to, to to the hype. Especially around the Super Bowl, it's one of the most oh, yeah. sold uh, food items for the Super Bowl. I think nacho cheese is the superior uh, dip. Mm, all right. Personally, National Step Family Day, National Working Parents Day, and today is Mayflower Day. It commemorates the day the ship set sail from Plymouth, England, in 1620. On the date book on this day in 1630, the Massachusetts village of Shamit changed its name to Boston. Uh, on this day in 1937, the Redskins NFL franchise played their first game in Washington at Griffith Stadium. On this day in 1957, the L.A. City Council approved 300 acres to be used in uh, Chavez Ravine for the Dodgers. On this day in 1973, Buffalo's O.J. Simpson rushed for a then-NFL record of 250 yards in a game against the Patriots. Buffalo won 31-13. He killed it, huh? Ha-ha. <laughs> we had the first broadcast of Miami Vice on NBC this day in 1984. 1993 was the first issue or first episode of Frasier on NBC. In 1996, the courtroom reality show Judge Duty premiered in the U.S. And in 2002, the talk show Dr. Phil with Phil McGraw debuted in syndication. 
So, what, 19 years for Dr. Phil. Celebrity birthdays today. B.B. King was born on this day in 1925. David Copperfield is 65 today. Singer Richard Marks is 58. Amy Poehler, born in Massachusetts, she is 50. And Nick Jonas is 29. Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. Is he the younger one? Yes. Yeah, because Joe. No, Kevin, Joe, Nick, I think, right? I think you might be right. Yeah. I don't know. Today's random question, okay, let's which we toss out early so you have a chance to think about it and uh, respond. What song will you hate until you die? Hmm. I don't know if I really hate a song. You know, I, I get tired of it. I need a break from a song, but. We'll see. I've said this multiple times. If you don't like a song, just don't listen to it. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not one to like vocally say that I hate a song. Um, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. Do you want to know what the first response was on Reddit? Okay. They'll give us all of them. Just that one. Anything from Coco Melon. There's my answer. That was my. What was the? Do you have the user's name? Uh, I can look it up. Oh, okay. I was just uh, gonna see if it was if it was mine. Oh uh, no, Powerpuff no. Girl seventy two. Uh, <laughs> is that your handle yeah. on Reddit? I yeah. actually don't have a Reddit. I should probably make one. What song do you hate until you die? What song will you hate until you die? Think about it and uh, let, let us know in the chats. Yeah. All right, do it up. Do we have people checking in? Let's see. Justin's here. Good morning, Justin. Hello. Good morning, Diane. Gary said, "Feeling like Dana this morning." Rainy day, coffee, vertical, and counting the hours till Friday. <laughs> well, let let us take up one of those hours. I like that. Yes. Uh, and let's see. Oh, Justin has a song, but but we'll wait. We'll wait until we get to that part. Okay. All right. Back All right. to you, Bob. Uh, football pick because uh, there is a game on Thursday. Don't yes. forget to set your fantasy. That always sn- uh, sneaks up on me. What? To, to set my fantasy team because I'm used to doing it Sunday while I watch the pregame show. It's a process throughout the week, man. Yeah. Yeah, but now we I have. St- I start setting my lineup on Monday night. Do you really? Yeah. Once the one week is over, you start again. Everybody plays different teams. You got to read what everyone's thinking about. You know, there's go-to starters, but then you got the the guys that are like, do I start so and so? You know, do I do I sit Saquon this week? And know. you check out some of those uh, specialists, right? I mean, somebody on well, ES. It's, it's, they Don't. do it in the app for you. It's okay. Pretty, pretty simple. All right. Anyways. So. Tonight is the New York Giants in Washington to play the Washington football team. Yes. I just don't know what's going on with the Giants. I, I, well, such... Saquon's easing back into it. Yeah. And, and everybody else is, you know, the Giants. Such a struggling franchise. I'm going to go with Washington tonight. Same? Same? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like, uh, what's his first name? Is it Chad Heineke? Taylor. Taylor Heineke. You literally had the story yesterday. Wasn't even close to his name. Oh, I had it yesterday? You did. did. You said his name yesterday. I told you short-term memories. You had it memories. written down. You had it written What was down. your name again? Chad Heineke. Chad Heineke. 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 Yeah. What is it, Chad? No. Not even close. Not even close. I, I'm a believer in that guy. I really am because uh, didn't he win a playoff game for them? No, he almost. He almost he beat almost, the Buccaneers. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Almost beat the Bucs. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. so he's, he's a good scrappy little pr- little player. So We'll have like the rest him. of our football picks on the Friday show tomorrow. Yes. All right. Here's that story I was talking about before. Uh, is Instagram harmful to teens? A team of researchers found that Instagram is harmful to the mental health of our teenagers. This is according to a report in the Wall Street Journal. The researchers were working for Facebook. Now, don't they own Instagram? They do. 
So they're investigating themselves here. The researchers were working for Facebook to put together a comprehensive report on how the app impacted teenagers' mental health. The study found that 32% of teen girls said that Instagram made them feel worse about their bodies, as did 14% of teenage boys. Karina Newton is the head of public policy for Instagram. She wrote in a blog post, The question on many people's minds is if social media is good or bad for people. The research on this is mixed. It can be both. At Instagram, we look at the benefits and the risks of what we do. We're proud that our app can give voice to those who have been marginalized, that it can help friends and families stay connected from all the corners of the world. We're happy that it can prompt societal change, but we also know it can be a place where people have negative experiences. Our job is to make sure people feel good about the experience they have on Instagram, and achieving that is something we care a great deal about. Newton said that Instagram has been working to make the app safer for young people who make up a sizable percentage of their users. She says we've done extensive work around bullying, suicide, and self-injury, also eating disorders, to help make Instagram a safe and supportive place for everyone. Based on our research and feedback from experts, we've developed features so people can protect themselves from bullying, We've given everyone the option to hide like counts, and we've continued to connect people who may be struggling with local support organizations. So I don't know. I, I was thinking as a parent yesterday, I'm so glad the four of you grew up really before this stuff exploded. Maybe you not so much because you were the youngest. Yeah, no, I was in I was in middle school and high school where it all kind of was in its prime. Right, yeah. right. I talked to Kat last night uh, while she was driving home after the birthday cake story. And uh, she was saying that she only had Facebook to deal with. Mm -hmm. you know? And we go back to your sister, Sarah. She had, I remember. MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. MySpace. And I remember uh, AOL's AIM. Oh, yeah. Was that their yeah. instant messaging? Yeah, we were so, talking about that the other day. And kids could get kind of nasty on that yeah so i don't know you and i have had discussions uh over well, the past well, year or so about discussions about like news related yeah about things. whether or not social media is good for the world or not and yeah but more yeah more so about in, news any aspect of news right the camera needs to wake up come out focus on us um, focus focus it's i think it's great for all the reasons that they said that it was great mm -hmm. i think the connections that it allows is is great you can stay connected with people yes. all, all over the world. Um, and, it, I mean, it helps this family stay connected, for sure. True. Uh, but the the thing about social media is you post, it's your highlight reel, right? You don't post anything on Instagram that's ugly. You don't yeah. post when you're depressed and, you know, it's raining out and you don't want to get out of bed. You don't say that on Instagram. So, True. So people go on there and they just see the highlight reel of everyone's life. And so the, then you sit there and you're like, well... I'm having a shitty day. Why Why is everyone else fine? Their life is so much better than mine. Yeah, but in reality, they're probably not. Yeah. They're probably not. They've had bad days like you do. Yeah, so, yeah. The, I mean, that's like all the influencers and stuff. Everything's all peachy in their posts. Yeah. Even when they make a post about, like, mental health, they, they still, like, make it look all, all nice, but it's not. Hmm. But you look at it, 
you know, as a middle schooler or a high schooler and you see this highlight reel and you compare yourself to it and you're like, why, why don't I look like that? Why am I not feeling like that? Why is my life not like that? Right. And so that's where it becomes bad. But that's one thing that you just, you need to know is that it's a highlight reel and everyone, go, everyone has shitty times. They're just not showing you. So, so as a parent, maybe you should keep reminding your teen. Yeah. That- I don't know. It's tough because it's like Instagram saying all these things that they do, like they they're hiding like counts. It's like, does that really mean anything? So why are they doing that? So that so that you can't compare. You oh, know, I only you got five likes. Yeah, stuff's not worth the the amount of likes that it gets doesn't show the worth of whatever you posted. Okay, um, and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's Something, good. It's bad. I mean, yeah. Something to be aware of. Justin said, just another strike for Instagram. Twitter gang wins again. I, I mean, <laughs> I would lump this into all social media. But, yes. But this kid just yes. loves Twitter. He hates, loves Twitter, Hates huh? Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Emily says, MySpace top eight. See, I wasn't a MySpace kid, and I th- you're just, you were already ancient when all this stuff came I out. had a MySpace, but I'm like, hi, hi, Sarah, was, was how the do top, I do this? I know that you could, you picked top eight. Was it top eight? Songs like stuff like that. What was the t- someone what explain the, the yeah, top eight? I, I don't remember that to a young buck like me, <laughs> or was it friends? No, that would be mean, right? Top eight friends, yeah, really. Imagine not making that. Imagine yes. you were number nine, you were number nine. Yeah. God, yeah. that would cause some fights. That would suck, anyways. I don't know. Good things, bad things, but just know that it's everyone's highlight reel. I don't know why uh, MySpace didn't make it. I don't know if it was too complicated to because it was more complicated. I could see it then, coming back yeah. in like five more years just for nostalgia. You didn't, take take it away for a while and then give it back. That's, didn't what, that's ju- what Nike does. Yeah. Didn't Justin Timberlake buy into MySpace? Maybe. I don't know. I can't I remember hearing that somewhere. I know uh One Republic, the band that Ryan Tedder's in, mm-hmm. they like blew up over MySpace. Their career I mean, they're all talented, so they probably right. were blown up anyways. Right. But, the reason they blew up initially was because of MySpace. Hmm. So, fun fact. Question this morning. Do you believe in love at first sight? A new survey reveals that half of Americans simply knew their partner was the one the instant they met them. And before you ask, I can't remember. It was 40 years ago. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask. Or 41 years ago. If, if I knew mom was the one. I kind of think, you know, we started dating and we just we just had fun, you know, so it was like we can. And then I suddenly realized eh, maybe this is the one. Yeah, I wasn't going to ask. That's, so gross. Any, That's gross. The uh, the takeaway from a new survey, uh, 2000 Americans, all of whom have been with their current significant other for an average of six years. According to the results, it took the typical respondent two years to decide whether they wanted to be with their partner for the rest of their lives. Took two years. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Two years. Well, I guess you got to see the worst in them, right? Probably coming from a yeah. you know a single, unexperienced in in the area of love in person. I feel like you need to to see the absolute worst to be like, can I deal with this? Yeah. Right. What do you look like first thing in the morning? Mm. Some of their motivating factors included having an affectionate partner, growing together over time, showing commitment, and learning to be better toward each other. Respondents also noted they knew their relationship was more than casual dating when their partners introduced them to their friends. That's mm. always a big step. Yeah. Right? Uh, coming in second, being introduced to their parents, which is another huge step. Yeah. And of those children, 62% said having kids played a major factor in 
in deciding to uh, in them deciding to marry. Yeah, I could see that. When it's time to pop the question, however, it seems that the engagement ring carries more significance than the wedding band itself. In fact, nearly two thirds of engaged or married respondents prefer to wear just their engagement ring instead of using a separate band. Wow. And when it comes to the proposal, most still prefer to have the guy go down on one knee to pop the question. As opposed to, I don't know, laying down? Well, as opposed to just, uh, you know, hey. at, at dinner. Hey, at, d- hey, dude, can you, you want to just do this? Hey, should we? Yeah. No, as opposed to at dinner saying, will you marry me? Aren't you still the, supposed to get down on The guy don't, actually don't getting down. Do, I've seen movies. Well, uh, you, don't, you don't have to, but that's know. still the preferred way. So. I... I enjoy this the uh, the story about how the whole engagement ring tradition was mm-hmm. started by jewelry companies. Was it really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't read that one. The amount of traditions that we have that are just you have to do it now, started by companies that profit off of it, which is interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Not saying I'm not saying stop giving engagement rings. It's a nice little tradition, but. I can't say I'm surprised. No, really, yeah. I can't say I'm surprised at that. Yeah. The so. holiday Thanksgiving. Turkey company. I'm just kidding. I mean, no, I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I was like, what? Where, where are you going with us? No, but, right. but I mean, it, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if someone yeah. told me that. Hey, so what song are you going to hate for the rest of your life? Did we get uh, any comments yeah, yet? Justin said, Happy by Pharrell Williams. It is the most overplayed song ever. It's torture at this point. I would have agreed, but I actually just saw a TikTok about breaking down the harmonies of Happy. And there's there's probably like over 100 vocal tracks oh, wow. stacked on top of each other. Insane. So now now I'm a fan. Now again. you're into it again. Sorry, can't yeah. agree. Can't agree. That's on the list, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is. it was overplayed. Um, I'll just touch on a few, because I'd love to hear your input here. What song will you hate until you die? Someone said the Macarena. I, see, they I said, only hear it at parties, and I mean, well, that was the a, thing. it's a jam. This person said, "Working at an events place, like, okay, you know, yeah, you're, you're yeah. hearing it every weekend That's at, true. at a wedding or That's something." True. So. I'm sure the Cotton Eye Joe is there and uh, the Cha Cha Slide, Cha Cha, yeah, the Electric Slide, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all those that you have to play. But I mean, we normal humans only hear it at parties, so hmm. we're we're down for them. Let's bring it on. I remember uh, I was either DJing the wedding or I was v- hanging out with Scott Ranish when he was doing the wedding. And I remember the bride and groom had said, you know, I don't know none of that stuff. I don't want the cha-cha slide. I don't want the electric slide. So we're doing the, you know, we're doing the reception and people keep coming up to us saying, hey, how about the cha-cha? Because they're used to it. And we're like, oh. The bride and groom don't really. So we ended up taking the groom aside and saying, look, the people want this. The people want what the people want. Yes. He's like, all right, we'll do it. So, Let us know in the chat or in a comment what song will you hate before you die. We have a couple of other uh, mentions here from Reddit that we'll get to. So uh, there was a story yesterday from TikTok again. A wife went on strike for a week. After her husband insisted, he's the only one who cleans around here. So she said, really? All right, I'm going on strike. And she is documenting the chaos that ensues in hilarious TikToks. Jail, 
uh, I believe it was Jaylee Gill from Florida, launched her first video on her at Wife Strike TikTok account. If you want to check it out, she has day-by-day accounts. Some of them are a little uh, messy that I really don't want to discuss. We're talking about the bathroom. I don't want to discuss that on this show. That's pretty gross. Yeah. But uh, she is documenting, and uh, she explained that she was going to teach her spouse a lesson. Things quickly started falling apart in the house. And in her follow-up clips, she showed how the laundry was overflowing and his stuff was all over the house. Throughout the strike, there was always at least one random sock on the floor and an item that her husband did not put away. Somewhere there'd be something he didn't put away. Mm -hmm. He was also never able to get a handle on the laundry, which was scattered all over the house and the laundry room. There were times when the laundry was done, but it was just all in the corner in a basket waiting to be folded. After the week was up, she announced that she was continuing the strike because the areas of concern have not been addressed. Oh, how long do you think she can go, though? I would say probably uh, a grand total of 10 days, maybe two weeks, I think. And she's calling the guy out on TikTok. He clearly does not care. She showed one video where the the caption was something like, uh, you know, finally showing hubby on film or something, because you never saw him. Mm-hmm. So the, all of a sudden, she the camera pans to the, the side, and there he is sitting playing video games in his gym shorts and T-shirt. So He's he, about to he become does. the most hated person he is? in America. Yeah. <laughs> probably. She's just bashing him. That would probably be you. If me and Trish went away, man. You don't think I could manage... You 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 just randomly leave your shoes in the middle of the floor, socks in the middle of the floor. I don't do I don't leave socks in the middle well, of the Charlie floor. Well, Charlie brings your socks in the middle of the floor and you don't always pick it up. Well, he's playing. He's happy. Oh, so he's he's playing for the next three months. He'll be playing. Didn't we have a comment this week on the uh video yes. about me cooking with a mess that that somebody said that was their pet peeve. The biggest pet peeve is people who don't clean after themselves. This guy. I am trying to be better. Last night, I don't think I made a mess in the kitchen. I don't know. Trish wasn't here to, to inform me. June. Oh, is that it? Well, she needs to there are she these... needs to see it and, and rule whether or not it's justified or not. Oh, I see. Me, I'm just not experienced enough. You know? Okay. Yeah. I don't leave socks in the middle of the floor. He does. All right. Elon Musk has sparked a Twitter frenzy after he said there were UFOs as Congress moves to set up a, a unit to probe mysterious crafts that have been detected by the military. The SpaceX CEO's comments come after he said he believed that civilizations might have existed in our galaxy. Three months ago, of course, the Pentagon shared a bombshell report that did not rule out aliens existing. The long-awaited report was released in June and detailed what the government knows about a series of mysterious flying objects that have been observed in military airspace over the last several decades. Now, Elon Musk last week tweeted, I'm not saying there are UFOs, but there are UFOs. So this sparked a huge response on Twitter, with many asking him if he knew more about the existence of aliens. One person said, with all the SpaceX flights you did, I'm pretty sure you have tons of monitors in a dark room where you keep watching the classified images that your camera's got. 
But the question is, does NASA monitor as well? Release the secrets, Elon. Life is too short. See, here's the thing. Probability-wise, there probably are. But yeah. one thing to understand, too, is a UFO is just an unidentified flying object. It could be something could be anything. from another country. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean it's from another planet, another galaxy. Right. It's just unidentified. It could, yeah, it could have just been something, you know, because there's a lot that they, that they think might have been, like, unidentified, you know, foreign military devices. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. But probability-wise, they're, pro- they're, they're most likely are UFOs. Are, yeah. But also, the the report that they released or whatever, the thing is, if there was any credible evidence... It didn't evidence, really say anything. If there was any credible evidence that said that aliens visited the planet, they wouldn't have released it. Probably not. No. no. That's like, they're they're about to they're about to release um, something about 9-11. Oh. And some conspiracy th- theories are like waiting to see what it says. But the thing is, they're not going to release it if it says anything obvious, you know? Because they wouldn't release it. You know, I was thinking about those conspiracy theories the other day when we had the uh, anniversary of 9-11. I, I know there's part of me that thinks there is something to what they're saying. You know, you can see maybe there were explosions in the World Trade Center. But are they saying the planes did not crash into those buildings? No. Okay. Because I was going to say, that, then there's, where are the people yeah, no. Well, wait. that were on the plane? Okay, well, there's... Okay, the planes definitely crashed. There's videos of that. We all know that the planes crashed into them. Um, There's conspiracies on who was flying the plane and who kind of hired them. Okay. That, or, I I don't know, there's different conspiracies. I don't want to get into the full thing because I don't don't want to mess up any details. But, like, there's different... Basically, who's behind it? Who hired the people or who came up with the plan or whatever that's that's, that's w- what's up for debate what we need to know yeah uh i was speaking speaking about elon musk and spacex now was it his company that launched people yesterday last night yes okay so what's you were telling me that that's what a mission for a few days it is which yeah. i didn't i didn't know until yesterday it's called the inspiration Four mission uh yes they launched yesterday they're going to go up into orbit and they're going to live up there for two full days I don't think it's three. They come back on the third, I believe. Okay. But yes, yeah, so they're they're living up there for a little bit. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Apple has unveiled its iPhone 13 lineup, including a new model that offers twice the storage area than in earlier versions. The new iPhones will hit the stores September 24th. So go camp out on September 23rd. Go camp out right now. Yeah. I am so glad you're not one of those people that has to have the latest, newest right away yeah i mean i definitely regret it with the ps5 because i would i had to wait <laughs> what nine nine months yes it was nine yeah. eight months really yeah. uh like last year's model the new iphone 13 will come in four different designs with prices ranging from seven hundred dollars to eleven hundred dollars the most notable change in the latest high-end iphone 13 will be an option for a full terabyte of storage that's 1000 gigabytes which i've never really understood i know we've gone over this before <laughs> he he loves shopping a with terabyte me. is a lot of space that's all you need to know that's all i need it's a lot okay it's more than more than my laptop wow yeah. apple's also promising better cameras on the iphone 13 though 
I mean, the cameras on these things are pretty. I, they keep improving them, yeah. though. I guess they are uh, including an improved ultra wide lens, a cinematic like video feature. You can almost make movies with your phone now. You can. And technology for better nighttime pictures. So here's what I'll say: if if you're debating, like, do I need it? Do I need it? This is this is my ideology that okay. goes with getting a new iPhone. Yes. If you have like an iPhone 12 and you're like, do I need the 13? No, you don't. Yeah. Because it's pro the changes you probably won't notice it. The only thing you'll notice is like storage. But if you have a terabyte of stuff on your phone, you got too much. You got too much. <laughs> Uh, I have a 10. Okay, if you have like a 10, you kind of need a new phone because yours acts up sometimes. But like if you got like an iPhone 3, <laughs> which I don't even think that would work anymore because yeah. of Apple's like, well, first off, that device is ancient. Second off, they, they make their devices not work over time. If you got like an iPhone 3, I would say probably like a a, a 10 or behind. Okay. You, you could get the new phone. All right. But if you're like debating and you have the 12 and you're like, do I need the new one? You don't. You really don't. You're not the camera. Guarantee you're not going to notice a difference between a 12 unless and you're a professional right. photographer. But at that point, you're not taking pictures on your phone. Right. So don't don't get the new phone. The new model will feature a thinner, more rounded and brighter display. Apple also unveiled updated iPads and iPad minis. The shapes of the phone cracks me up because they just jump from. Oh, we're going to do curved edges. Oh, we're going to make it a straight edge. Like mine right now looks like, uh, I have a case on it so you can't see, but it, it kind of, the shape of it looks like like the iPhone 5s. <laughs> like the same general shape. It's just bigger now. Okay. But it's just, they just jump from like shape to shape, which I think is hilarious. Right. They're like, they make it thinner, then they make it thicker, then they make it thin. They're like, oh, it's thinner now. <laughs> it's brand new. You need it. It's, it's like thinner. It's sleek. And then next year they'll be like, you need this monster of a phone. It weighs... 60 pounds. Carry it on your shoulders. You yeah. go down the street. Yeah. So. They just jump back and forth. Uh, do we have any chats before? Because sometimes I get going here and then we lose track of... Let's see. Gary said, I'll keep my 12 and avoid the 12S. I mean 13. I know. <laughs> that's the thing, too. The names that they jump from. It's like, is it the, is it the 12S? Right. The, the 12X Max a million five? <laughs> uh, anyways. Um... Yeah, and let's see. This, back to the songs. Gary says, if I had a million dollars by Bare Naked Ladies, usually to play at Apple. Uh, oh, used to play at Apple once a day and drove us all crazy. I still oh. hate that song. Yeah, there's definitely songs if that played at Olympia over and over again. They were like, I can't I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But yeah. All right, I'll, I'll give you the list that we found in just a couple of minutes. All right. Okay. Do men find it more difficult to sleep than women? All right. I slept good last night. I just looked like a rock. I could have kept going this morning. But. Yeah, same. Uh, do men find it more... Blame it on the moon, it says. Researchers from a university in Sweden report that the sleeping patterns of men may be more sensitive to the lunar cycles than those of women. The research team concludes that men may sleep poorly during the first half of the lunar cycle. And I have no idea what cycle we're in right now. I probably should have looked that up. So I mean, I will say though, if I I don't really think we have a right. If if it's true, even if it's true, mm -hmm. I don't really think we have the right to complain, do we? They're complain like they're like oh, it's so tough being a man. It's hard. It's hard. Oh, honestly, oh no! Like, shut up! <laughs> shut up! When the moon, uh, we know that the moon influences the tides 
But sleeping patterns? Well, plenty of earlier studies have attempted to investigate the relationship between the lunar cycle and sleep, but the results have largely been inconclusive or inconsistent. Oh, shocker. Yes. What they have found is during the first half of the lunar cycle, or the waxing period, much more of the moon's illuminated surface is visible from the Earth. Additionally... If this is where I think it's going. Additionally, during the first phase, the moment in which the moon crosses a location's meridian gradually shifts to the late evening hours. Conversely, during the second half of the lunar cycle, called the waning period, the amount of illuminated moon surface visible from the Earth decreases. Moreover, the moon's meridian crossing moment gradually shifts to daytime hours. So here's what the study's authors think. They say they theorize that the waxing period may interfere with male sleeping patterns because the moon is reflecting more sunlight in the evening, more specifically around the time people typically go to bed. But why is that gender specific? On a related note, recent research has found evidence to suggest that men are more sensitive to ambient light than women. Get some blackout curtains, man. What? (laughs) There's a little bit more light. It throws me off. Yeah. You probably have more light in your bedroom just from like alarm clocks and, I don't know, power strips. And from your tablet. Yeah, you you have more light in your bedroom than the the moon's going to affect. That is the most pointless thing. There's one scientist that's like... I just, I can't sleep lately. You want to know what? I think it's because I have a penis. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Let's start up the research. Let's do it. Just, I don't know, maybe try a sleeping pill or something, or blackout curtains, or I don't know. Doesn't it get you sometimes the the stuff that they will spend money on? But the fact that they did all this to be like, you know what, you know what? There's what? just a little bit more light sometimes, and that throws yeah, me off because, yeah. yeah, there's, if, yeah, I, can't, I don't know. can't sleep, so. I, I just don't get how, like, more light affects, they, this whole study is about, it's harder for men to it's, fall asleep, it's when it's the, all about the, it's about the light. The I ambient mean. light that's reflected from the moon. Anyways. Okay. That was, that was something. Okay. Uh, what song will you hate until you die? Uh Somebody did say that Applebee's song. Ugh. That was their quote. My boy Walker Hayes getting so much hate. <laughs> but again, I think it's because it's been overplayed. Yeah, well, yeah, but also I will say that I'm glad he's getting the hate because if you get all this hate, that means that you made a song that, that's reaching, reaching so people. many people. Right. I mean, it, right. it hit the top 10 on Billboard, which ne- never happens for country, really. Right. Like Dan and Shay. And maybe Marin Morris are like the only ones that have come close. Luke mm-hmm. Combs occasionally, but even he doesn't really rise up that high. Right. Until Drake dropped an album and he took up eight of the ten spots. Yeah. So, you know, Walker Hayes had a good week. That <laughs> one week he went on there. And a lot of people have been complaining because the Applebee's commercial, I guess, was in what we call heavy rotation. Mm. Um, the first week of college football. And then last week we start in college football and pro football. So it's just played so much that some people are just, they've had it. Justin said, the Applebee's song is cringe. How is Applebee's fancy? It's sarcasm. Yeah. It's because he starts out the song saying his girl's fine with Wendy's, but when he gets that paycheck, he's got to treat her, so he takes her to Applebee's. Applebee's. It's a country thing. Yeah. 
it's saying you know the simple things. Oh, yeah, that's all we need. Justin, come on, look look deeper into the message. How about this one? Somebody said the song that they will hate until they die. One eight seven seven cars for kids. That would be Sarah's. Sarah hates that song. It's not really a song though. It's a jingle. jingle. Yeah, it's a jingle, right? If jingles count, I mean, I'll give you a list. Yeah, she must. Uh, she hated that when she was uh, driving up. Uh, west of Boston every yes, day, right? Because yeah. obviously the Boston station, they mm. don't play it on stations around here, though, I don't think. Does anyone but. do that? Because like, isn't it you, you donate your car? Not not to kids because, I don't know, they can't drive. But. No, but to a company. This, and they, they, this Cars they for Kids and... campaign. They either sell it for parts or resell it. So, But does anyone do that? No one that I know has ever done that. And why do I feel like I know nothing about this company? They could be amazing. The people that started it could yeah, be maybe. solid. But for some yeah. reason, it just seems like a front for something. Like, do it you just, really? Yeah. It just doesn't seem. Who's like, we need to help the kids. You want to know what? Let's buy and sell cars. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know anyone who's ever done this Cars for Kids Is thing? Is it legit? Yeah, we would love to Someone know. Someone get me on the phone with this guy. Uh, just two other songs here people hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Christmas Shoes. That song at Christmas time. I'm trying to think of it. Uh, it's it's about is it a little girl goes to the store and is she trying to buy shoes for her mother who has cancer? Something. It's a real tearjerker. Wow. So it's about that, and people are like, "Yo, screw that song." Honestly, it's a real tearjerker Christmas song. I and hate people that kid like, and their mom. <laughs> Such a terrible song. And the last one I have on the list. Yeah. What song will you hate until you die? Uh, somebody wrote, my mother thought the Live Like You Were Dying song was the most profound song, and she played it over and over and over again. I mean, it's it's a profound statement. Yeah, it is. And the lyrics are at least something. It's probably but... just a case of it was overplayed, like all but again, these other ones. That's it. Yeah, That's it. Every, every one of these is overplayed. Diane did say, and it looks like she's saying it in text, uh, Roxanne, I'm not going to do it. Um <laughs> Do you want um, me to? You can. Oh. Roxanne! There it is. Um, she says, gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> See, I love it strictly for um, Kevin in The Office when he when he sings it. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. like a, just a little sound bite of it. I don't even know. Was it a blooper? I don't think it was a blooper. I think it was in the show. What are the heebie-jeebies? And has anyone ever really had them? I just, I think that's yeah. one of, I don't know. It's an underrated saying. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. The heebie-jeebies. It perfectly describes it, you know? I'm trying to think Nails of, on a chalkboard. It uh, just gives me the heebie-jeebies, yeah. you know? I'm trying to think if I... Have, see, I don't really have a song I hate. Because like I said, if I don't like this song, then I just change the station or just mm-hmm. hit... That's what I said, but anyway. Just hit scan. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really think of... Do you? you have a song you hate? Cocomelon. Anything Cocomelon. <laughs> For the longest time, I hated... Uh, is it... What's the Frozen one? Let It Go? Oh, yeah. I hated it just because Kat and Sarah would walk around the house just singing it nonstop. Like, everywhere I turned, it was there. Let it go. Ah. Yeah. Let it I would go. wake up some nights just in a full song. <laughs> like, just Idina Menzel is just in my in my brain. Does everybody know what Coco Melon is, by the way? <sighs> I think the worst kids' TV show ever it's, created. It's a kid's show. It's on Netflix, and uh, it's just songs. And then the, the family acts them out, and... I'm okay with it because, you know, my two-year-old, almost two, my uh, my two-year-old grandson likes it. And he'll actually, if he's having a day, uh, I don't know, maybe he's getting a little cranky. Whatever, you turn that on and he just goes, 
He loves that show. It's so. just like, I don't know. It's like just a song where it's like, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. I'm yeah. going to kill you in your sleep. Like, <laughs> it's just so, oh my God. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Diane said, I just saw that ad and heard the song last night for the first time. Did not impress me at all. I just don't get it. People listen to the lyrics. It's a great what? it's a great song. It's funny. It's fun. It's what are we fa- talking about? I think Applebee's? fancy like, yeah. Yeah. First off, it's called fancy like. Everyone stop calling it Applebee's. Yes. Um but no, it's a funny it's a funny song. It's about him and his girl, man. She's so she's uh what is uh, he takes her to Wendy's, uh she loves getting a frosty, like stuff like that. She, yep. they keep it simple. But when he gets that paycheck, mm-hmm. he goes all out. Yeah. And he takes her to Applebee's. Applebee's. Like it's it's a joke. It's funny. Yeah. And it's a great song. And if you think that's all he's got, I've told you before, look up the song Craig. Did anyone mm. look it up? Yes, I did. You looked it up. But I did looked anyone it up. else look it up? This yep. guy is, he, he doesn't just make funny, fancy-like songs. He makes songs that'll, that'll hit you in the feels. And Craig was a true story, wasn't it? It was, 100% true. Yeah. Yep. Craig by uh, Morgan Mullen. But, Do you listen to me when I talk? No, I have Walker, short-term memory Walker issues. Walker Hayes. Walker, Walker Hayes. Hayes. Yes. Walker Hayes. Yes, don't okay. mix that up. All right, I'm sorry. Here's the uh, Disney story I mentioned. Let's okay, see. all right. Authorities caught a 30-year-old Orlando man. Is he from Florida? Uh, giving an unauthorized tour of Hollywood Studios this summer with a Disney iPad that let him skip the ride lines. A Disney fraud investigator—bet you didn't know they had one—was on alert that someone outside the company may have gotten control of a device for Disney employees only. A team had noticed unapproved overrides on a Disney app used to make reservations. In June, the Disney investigator saw that the man was leading a tour and bypassing the lines at the attractions at Hollywood Studios. So the Disney investigator ordered Disney employees to cancel the reservation that the man uh, before the man climbed on board the ride. The investigator wanted to see if the man would make reservations again. So he followed the man as he left the park and went to his car. Upon confronting the man, the investigator asked him if he had a Disney device to make reservations. The man admitted he did, and he handed over the iPad. By then, the Orange County Sheriff's deputy was on scene. He insisted he didn't know the iPad was stolen. The report is not clear where the man had gotten the device from, but he said someone from a company gave it to him. Well, somebody somebody gave it to him. The investigator couldn't tell the sheriff's office which department the iPad belonged to, or how the device had been unaccounted for, you know, how they never noticed it was missing. Disney did not report that an iPad was stolen. But the result of this whole story, the man has been banned from Disney. I think that's worse than, like, prison, right? (laughs) I I hope it's not his family, too, because can you imagine? Great one, Dad. I mean... You're some type of stupid if you're like, oh, I got my hands on a Disney tablet. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to Disney. I'm going to bring it to Disney. I don't know. What? People are dumb. Yeah. How'd you get your hands on it, though? That's why. I mean, obviously, the truth isn't someone gave it to him. Yeah, he's not saying. Did he steal it? Or did did a Disney employee leave it on a table somewhere and he's 
Swiped it? Again, know. it's another story. We need more details. Yeah. 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 But we just don't have them. We just don't have the details. Damn shame. Yeah. Uh, if you're not on Twitter, you might have missed this. I'm, I'm sure Justin didn't, right? Oh, a big Twitter guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, a mom's tweet went viral after she claimed to have used Vicks Vapor Rub that expired 34 years ago on her son who recently got sick. The woman from North Carolina shared a picture of the jar, which she said her mother had used on her when she was a child. Same jar. She tweeted, my son has been sick, not covid and shout out to my mom who loaned us the same pot of Vicks she used to use on me growing up. She added the expiration day is January of 87. The tweet inspired thousands of replies with many people showing off their vintage remedies from their medicine cabinets. Some of these things probably, you know, they... The, isn't the expiration date there for a reason? Yeah, was there any negative uh, effects of no. this? No. No? No. Uh, see, no. that's where I'm surprised. Um, I don't, did, <laughs> how do you keep it that long? Like, maybe it's just because we have Trish who cleans out everything. Yes. Like, randomly, that. she'll just be like, thought it was time to clean out the, I don't know, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> like, just randomly, she's cleaning something. Yeah. Um, so she would never allow anything older than... I don't know, a year after an expiration date. I know. Stay. That's crazy, though. Do we ever use Vicks Vapor Rub? We must have. We've always we had it in the house. So you, you, guys, it. you guys always love, like when you have a cold, you're like, I need everything. I need Vicks. I need this. Cough drop lollipop. Sorry about <laughs> those. That's a thing. That was, yeah, that, um, was, that was cool. I don't know. When I have a cold, I'm just like, I'm just going to suffer. And I just get through. Really? You don't I take any of those 12-hour things? I don't like or? Vicks. I, I don't you know. Like I don't Vicks? like Vicks. I don't like Icy Hot. I know everyone in this house swears by Icy mm, Hot and stuff yeah. like that. I hate it. I put it on one time, freezing cold. I literally was shivering. From Icy Hot? Yeah. Wow. And you never got the hot sensation? I don't remember the hot sensation. I just remember huh. being freezing. And like, wow. you can't like go under a blanket or something because... You're all gooped up. Yeah, you're covered in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I didn't. I didn't like icy hot and icy hot and Vicks. I feel like have similar smells. Well, That's just me personally. I mean, to me, to me, they're different smells. But but I hear what you're saying. They're they're I'm they're unique not smells. Not a fan of that. Not a fan. Yeah. No. Plus, I don't know. Just the thought of rubbing like goop on my chest. It's like <laughs> I'll just. You know, what? I'm fine. I'm all right. I'll just go to bed for a month. Yeah. I'll be all right. Much. All right. Uh, before we wrap up, do we have any other uh, chats? Uh, let's Anybody see. checking in this morning? Let's see. Diane said, I've donated to cars uh, over the past five years to the Big Brother Big Sister organization. They give you a receipt for $500 credit on your taxes. Not bad if you're trading in a total junker. Okay. That's a good point. Is that cars for kids or was that, or is Big Brother Big Sister like a different thing? I think it's probably different. different right? Yeah. I think it's different. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe cars for kids is legit. I don't know. I, just, I would think it's been around long enough. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how long I've heard that song. Yeah. So. Uh, Diane said, okay, I'll give Fancy another try. Don't want to be out of touch with the youngins. To be honest, I don't know if, like, the youngin' youngins are listening to it. I don't know any super youngins, but... Well, they're making videos, right? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. True. So, uh, but Diane, do you like country songs? You know, because there are some people that just, they, they hear a little twang and they're yeah, like, but this, oh, Yeah, like but that. this is a song that's... Uh, it's very pop. 
very country, but very pop. So yeah, I true. think you'll be all right if you're just a middle of the road music listener. If you're like, I don't know, strictly classic rock, nothing else, <laughs> maybe you won't like it. You know what I realized about classic rock uh, yesterday, I guess? I was thinking so. about this. Well, when back in my day, okay, uh, classic rock was like the 60s, the 70s, you know, and that was like going back 20 years was classic rock. So now if you go back 20 years, it's 2001, you know? Mm-hmm. So people, I think, still have in their mind that classic rock is the Stones, um, who else? CCR, but really, it's it's it should be the artists of the two thousands now, shouldn't it? And the Stones and all that the ruling is. Yeah, yeah. I, I there isn't a rule. What would you call like the Stones now? Ancient rock. Well, say yeah. Would they be oldies? Ancient rock. Be, yeah. <laughs> there is no ancient rock ancient category. Rock. Maybe we should make one. I don't you know. It sounds like a great idea to me. Start our own category. I don't know. Sounds cool. Yeah. Um, I did have one other story this morning, and it is, uh, it, it's not just the U.S. that can't find workers. A survey of nearly 45,000 employers across 43 countries showed 69% of employers are having a hard time filling roles. Businesses across all surveyed countries reported stronger hiring outlooks for the end of this year compared to the final three months of last year. About 40% of respondents said they offer training and skills development to attract and retain uh, talent. A similar share reported that they offer flexible work schedules. Nearly a third have increased their wages. I know that's been a big concern. Others offered signing bonuses and more vacation time. See, I like the people that are like, we offer training, flexible work. People only care about money. (laughs) <laughs> That's and all those other things are most likely a lie, anyways. When people are like flexible work hours, it's probably not going to be. Give it a month, maybe It'll probably yeah, change. Maybe the first month. Money. That's all people care about. Yeah, money, and paying them a livable wage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many places though need help. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I don't think I can go through a day unless I'm just home all day. I don't think I can go through a day without seeing some place has a sign up that says now hiring. Mm-hmm. You know, I will. Say, yeah, no, that's definitely true. It is funny. You notice it more now, though, because I feel like we're looking for it. We're like, who's hiring now? Mm. Like, oh, they're hiring They're Like, I, as long as I can remember, like the McDonald's near our house has always had a now hiring. <laughs> it's like people are like people. There's fast food jobs. It's like yeah. nobody wants that. I'm going to be honest. Nobody wants to work in fast food. That shit sucks. Did my mic go out? Oh. We might be having technical difficulties. All of a sudden, I just, I laughed and it went out, so. You laughed too hard, Pete. He's breaking the show. He's breaking the show. Do I have to do the thought for the day today? I don't know. All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, we got through it, so that's all that matters. See you tomorrow. This is the Matt Braley Show now. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And now, uh, what do you, we want to leave you with a thought for the day today. And our thought is, there comes a time. Oh, Charlie's going crazy. He's ruining my my one shot at this. There comes a time when you have to stop crossing oceans for people who wouldn't even jump puddles for you. That comes to us from wordsonimages.com. Also, you had a typo, but I'm a professional, and I knew knew what it meant to say. Uh, But that's going to do it for us today. Uh, We will see you guys tomorrow. Uh, We we hope you have a great day, and uh, yeah, make it a great day. All right? We'll see you tomorrow.